Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Berean Post Daily Devotional Podcast. We are going through the book of 1 Corinthians and we are going to be taking a look at chapter 1, um, 26 to 31. And for those of you that have uh, uh, been following along, you know it's my custom to just jump right in and I'm going to do that right now with the text. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory at uh, in his presence. But of him you are called in Christ who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption that is as it is written he who glorifies let him glory in the Lord in this next train of thought it appears that Paul is playfully posing a uh, rhetorical question he's asking his fellow brethren do you grasp the magnitude of what you're signing up for here (coughs) excuse me so in more in a more of a colloquial in more colloquial terms, uh, Paul is saying that um, if you're seeking approval and recognition solely from the world or according to its standards of success, for instance, or high achievement, uh, then you've missed the point. What Paul was really asking the Corinthians was whether they were ready to embrace being seen as fools for Christ. In a society that highly esteems worldly wisdom, no matter how misguided that uh, worldly wisdom may be. We can derive a straightforward principle from this passage. God favors the most unlikely candidates and situations. This principle is completely, uh, this principle rather completely contradicts any form of human wisdom that we can conceive. This pattern can be observed consistently throughout the the Old and the New Testaments. Consider the case of Abraham and Sarah, for instance, who were chosen to be the progenitors of the Jewish nation. Now, according to certain Jewish traditions, Abraham came from a lineage of idol makers. How improbable was it for God to choose him? And now let's take this a step further and ponder why God waited until both of them were advanced in age 
before promising them the promising them the blessing of becoming the ancestors of a great nation how likely was sarah with her age and infertile womb to conceive well how probable was it for god to choose isaac over ishmael jacob over esau you know in light of the fact that the elders should have been the one um that were the um uh the ones to carry on the, the blessing in the family name it was generally the elders but yet in almost every case we see it's the the second one not likely within their culture or within their tradition so what about people like david and samson or samson and david rather or any other biblical character that you can actually think of why did god select israel a small nation compared to its more dominant neighbors as a nation through whom through which he would promise messiah why did why did god choose paul seemingly against his own will and use him to advance the gospel among the, the gentiles well these are these are all thought provoking questions high, highlighting god's propensity uh, for choosing the most unexpected individuals and circumstances to fulfill his divine purposes we can absolutely argue that God has a thing for choosing the most unlikely candidates. When it comes to basketball, for instance, everybody knows the taller you are, the better. It just makes sense. When it comes to being a horse jockey, the smaller you are, the better. That's just common knowledge. But there you have it, the folks, the, the pinnacle of human wisdom right there. That's the best that we can do. But here's the twist. God's wisdom is, uh, is a total head scratcher for us as mere mortals. We've discussed this before. What seems wise to us is pure foolishness to God and vice versa. Let's take the classic example of taking down the mighty giant Goliath. Come on, if it were up to us, we'd gather the biggest brawniest dudes we could find from the crowd because, you know, that just makes sense. But in God's infinite wisdom, he goes ahead and picks a mere youth armed with a sling and five smooth stones. Go figure. Here's the bottom line, friends. God deliberately chooses the most unlikely individuals so that when he shows up there's no doubt that he's the one that's pulling the strings he loves to surprise us by empowering those least expected to do extraordinary things why well it's it's all a part of his grand plan to remind us that if we want to boast we'd better brag about the lord because he's the real show he's the star so let's give credit where the credit's due and embrace the wacky from a merely human perspective and unpredictable ways of God's wisdom. According to scripture, we know that God showers his grace upon the humble while actively opposing the proud. So here's a thought-provoking question. Do you see yourself as the least likely candidate? Perhaps you feel overlooked or perhaps others have doubted your potential? Well, guess what? Here's some fantastic news. Not van, fantastic. I, I said that ever since I was a kid, I'd always say fantastic. Fanta Here's some fantastic news. <laughs> you just might be the next addition to the remarkable lineage of least likely individuals who have done extraordinary things for God.
Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.